Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi, I hope you're having a lovely day and enjoying the lead up to Christmas. We're now officially in December. Um, to be honest, I stay away from shops in general uh, this time of year. I've, I've done all my Christmas shopping and I, I don't. Anything else that I need to do, I will get online. Um, but I've that's only if there's something that kind of comes out of the blue or something I've forgotten about. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't like tackling crowds and parking and traffic and all of that. So... I hope you can manage to to navigate the season with ease. I think that's going to be my word for 2024, ease. So today I wanted to talk about something which it's been interesting. I've been on a bit of a nutrition journey recently. Um, my daughter's had a couple of things where we've we've had to adjust her diet a bit, and and I've been and as a result I've kind of delved back into the nutrition space a bit more and gotten a few more recipe books that have got information in them as well. And just a, it's just a good reminder for you know what to to eat, especially as you know we get a bit older and it's summer here, so it's just energy is just it's hot and humid and and how to how to keep the keep the energy up so and it got me thinking okay we spend a lot of time thinking about our physical body and nutrition and what we put our put in our mouths or at least hopefully or at least we get a lot of information on that you know losing weight and there's this diet and there's you know there's paleo and there's keto there's Atkins there's low carb there's protein. There's so much information out there. Um, so I thought I'd do a podcast episode in relation to mind fuel and specifically money mind fuel. So it's it's a similar concept, um, but I, there's five elements that I think really make up what will give us sort of like a healthy mind in terms of, of money and how we, how we see money. And so I'll run through those first and then I'll go into a bit more detail. So number one is language. Number two is assumptions. Number three is sleep. <laughs> number four is nutrition and food. And then number five is support. So there's a lot that goes into it. And and I could also delve down the path of, you know, beliefs and stories and habits and all of that as well. But this is that they do our mind is getting influenced by that. But I'm talking like really, really like the, the healthy side, like the fuel behind everything. And so when number one is language, think about the words that you use to self-talk. So the words you use when you're just talking to yourself in your own mind. And then the words that we use when we communicate to others, whether that's with a business associate, your accountant, your bookkeeper, um, your, your team, whatever it is. And if money kind of plays into it or even just level of success or perceived success, how, what, how does the, how, what are the words coming out of your mouth? Because they're powerful. The words we use have meaning that is beyond necessarily what we think. Like even, even down to my, my mother and I always have this when we talk about, oh, she always says, oh, I forgot that or don't forget blah. And I was like, remember blah. We want to focus on the remembering part, not the don't forgetting because our brains don't actually process the negative, the don't bit. They just process the word forget. So as soon as you've said it, you've forgotten it because you're programming your mind to forget. And I, I realize that's simplifying it to a certain extent, but this is how our mind works. 
the words we use have the impact that they what we apply the meaning to and the word forget is opposite to the word remember and what we actually want is to remember so let's use the word remember when we say oh I can't do this or I'm not good at that just even saying those words my physiology just shrinks so just be aware of that when you're using words like that because you can what you can also do to turn it around and I use this a lot is and I use this with my daughter too because she's you know she's eight and she's still learning a lot of things she's like I can't do this mama it's like well you can't do it yet so which means you can work on it so let's 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 frame beyond that and go rather than you focusing on what you can't do let's look at what you are working towards being able to do and when you practice it and you learn it you will be able to do it we're doing a lot of work with her on spelling and reading and writing and math and there's some things that she gets pretty easily and others not. And then she gets a bit dejected. And I was like, yes, but you can keep working at it because you've already proven to yourself that you can learn. You've learned all of this already. So let's move forward with continuing to practice and learn and build and develop rather than focusing on all the things that you can't do or all the things that you don't have and the success that you don't have. What you know, Whatever that is, it doesn't even feel good. So really, really pay attention to the language you're using in the words you're using and how you're phrasing things to yourself and to others so that's that's number one clearly you can tell I'm very passionate about this um, and I do I do put a lot of thought into it as well probably um, more sometimes than I should <laughs> um, all right number two is assumptions now we all make them Life is not complete. We don't always get the complete picture for everything. So it's natural for us to fill in the blanks, which is literally what it is. When, when we make an assumption, we have information to a certain point and there's a gap or there's an end and we don't have the rest of it. So we make it up. It's a little bit like gossip. If somebody wants to know something, but they don't know it, they'll make it up and then it spreads. And somehow the truth versus the gossip gets confused. And anyway, but assumptions work in a very similar way and they can be just as destructive as gossip. So we we like to make things up because we want to have complete. We want to be able to know things or have, especially in uh, you know the high functioning space, we want to be able to have as much information as possible before we do something. And even if we don't, we'll go, okay, well, I know enough or I know this much. I'm just going to take the leap and figure the rest out or go, I'm going to assume blah and then act accordingly. And sometimes that's actually a good thing because you can't necessarily always know everything before you take action. So assumptions to a certain extent are valid and important. Where they where they come where they create conflict is when it comes to communication or other people, when we make assumptions about other people. So if you think about, um, for instance, a, a client, like you, they said something, they've done something different, there's a mismatch between their words and their behavior, and you make an assumption about how they're, you know, judging you or what they think about you. So you're taking something that's in their mind and assuming you know what it is. And that's, that's really, I mean, you don't know what they're thinking for starters. So it's, it becomes an incorrect assumption or even a potentially incorrect assumption. And what we either stop ourselves from doing something like just checking in with a client or we do something like over checking in or over um, engaging with with somebody who's already asked us to maybe take a step back for a period of time. And so we we act 
on that incorrect assumption and that can create conflict. And this happens in relationships all the time. You know, there's uh, even on the weekend, my husband and I had a miscommunication about something. He spoke words which made perfect sense to him. And I was like, okay, I've still got to figure out what that is. And then when the situation actually came, he started like yelling because I didn't understand what he'd said. And I'd already told you. And I said, well, I didn't get that. So there's, there's a, this is where assumptions can create a lot of conflict too. And especially in a situation where if you're talking to, say, your accountant, your accountant might be assuming you know something when in fact you don't. And you don't even necessarily know to ask the question. <laughs> so it just creates this chasm that gets bigger and bigger. So when you're making assumptions that haven't worked for you, or even if you just notice yourself making them, just become aware that you're making them. And when in doubt, come from a place of love and authenticity whenever you're you're behaving or you're communicating, because the other person is in their head, you are in your head, neither of you knows really what's going on in the other heads. And no one is really going to be behaving in a way that's, you know, Machiavellian, you know, they're everyone's trying to do the best they can with the, the knowledge and resources they have at any given moment. So that was assumptions. Number three is sleep. And I know that sounds a bit strange when it ter- when it comes to the idea of mind fuel when it comes to money, but I don't know about you, but I do not function at my best when I'm sleepy. If I'm tired or I haven't had a good night's sleep and mums with babies or young children will definitely understand this one, we're not at our best. And if we're if a situation isn't exactly the way we want it to be, it's going to make it worse. If we're feeling tired or sleep deprived or just generally our energy is low, we're not going to be making the best decisions. We're not going to bring the best versions of ourselves forward. We're not going to necessarily be thinking in a way that is going to benefit us. And trying to, you know, if you've put the kids to bed and you've done all the other chores and things that you need to do and it's 11 o'clock at night and you just sit down to look at your money, like your numbers for the month, I would say leave it and do it the next day on a fresh mind. Because then just because that's when you think you've got the time, you need to make other time for it because that's really not the best time to do something that perhaps you don't enjoy or you've already been dreading because that energy gets brought to the situation as well and that's automatically going to put you in a a negative frame of mind when you look at numbers which may or may not again using assumptions even be where you think they should be or where you expected them to be so that's that sort of gap between the expectations and reality when we're sleep deprived or tired is going to make it worse. So try and make sure that you do these sorts of activities in relation to money and thinking and making decisions when you're refreshed. So whether that's in the morning, if you've had a nap, maybe you are a night owl and you really come alive, but just check in with your body and your mind when that situation happens and, um, and do what's best for you. Number four is nutrition. And it's really interesting. I've noticed um, even a change recently from when my, my the way my daughter's been eating. She's just got more mental um, capacity and, what's the word, stamina. And I noticed that myself. Um, I used to always do a 30-day detox every year where I cut out all sorts of things, you know, sugar, wheat, dairy, yeast, caffeine, well, I don't eat meat anyway, but uh, all these, the alcohol, you name it. Uh, and... I, one thing I really, really noticed is after the first probably week, sometimes 10 days, the mental like clarity and um, stamina I had was unbelievable. And to be honest, now I try to eat more or less like that anyway. So I don't necessarily need to do a yearly detox because I just try and eat as close to that um, as I possibly can anyhow on a daily basis. 
but it's just, it, it makes such a difference. So if you're feeling, and so if you see how all this compounds, the languaging that you're using is not benefiting you. You're making assumptions which are leading to conflict and miscommunication. You're sleep deprived or you're just not sleeping well, which also is possibly being impacted by your nutrition as well. It's all going to build on itself and not allow you to, to be at your best and even feel really feel the the gains that you're making because all you're going to be doing is focusing on the gaps so that's nutrition is extremely important proper like actual brain food and eating the right foods for you and your body at the right times of day so if you don't already know what that is look out there there is there's a lot of really good information out there um there's um dr mark hyman i've been listening to his podcast recently it's really really good dr libby weaver i just bought some of her recipe books they're awesome as well i've been making some of her recipes and they're actually really delicious and my my taste buds are already tuned to low sh- sort of sweetness anyway I, I, don't know, I ate something recently i'm just like oh my god that's sweet and then my my husband and my daughter try they're like yeah it's not that sweet like my my taste buds have just changed. So nutrition, very important. And then finally, number five is support. This is really, really important. Surround yourself with the right people. Be that team to help support you running your business and inside your business and getting things done. Joining the right masterminds that actually work for you and have the right people around you because it can be pretty lonely being a uh, entrepreneur and a sort of a more or less solopreneur. So it's ha- having the, the inspiration and the people around you who get what's going on and can help support you when you need it. Accountability. It's really good too. If you say you're going to do something and somebody's watching you, you'll be more likely to make that happen. <laughs> so accountability is really, really good. And just it, and again, that really depends on the on the individual person. I'm pretty self motivated, but sometimes if I if I know, and this also happens a lot with my clients, so I've made a commitment to deliver something. I'm like, yeah, I've heaven and high water moves. I have to do that. That's the absolute priority. So accountability is a great thing. And then ask for help. You know, I've I've started to. I have to admit, this is not my strong point. And I'm still working on it. Um, but I've I've started to do. You know, I've asked to have help dropping my daughter off at school with some of the other mums and you know other things as well are like oh can you do this and can you help me with this and my mum is a really big help as well so it's um and my husband's picked up some things when I, I don't do them he picks them up as well so it's amazing people just they do want to help and support we just have to allow it <laughs> and like I'm saying that as much to myself as I am to you <laughs> so allow and receive great gracefully and happily because the more you do the more it will come and the easier it will make everything else see that there's that word ease again like I said I really need to make that my word for 2024 um so that's that's really that the mind and the money mind fuel that I think is so important and it it goes beyond just mindset set is kind of like I I feel like to me when I think of it sometimes I feel like the like jelly you know it's set and that's it it just sits there and kind of wobbles a bit but it's there whereas fuel is something that you are constantly feeding yourself Uh, and I'm talking about you know food mental like it's it's fuel not in terms of petrol but just generally fueling your mind and it is a process and it's a continuous one as well so it's not like you just do it you get good at and that's it it's a process and you have to do it consistently over time like nutrition to actually gain the benefits from it so I'm just going to recap those five again One is language and the words you're using to talk to yourself and others. Second is assumptions and the blanks that you're filling in. The third is sleep 
and doing the things you need to do that you're not necessarily kind of excited about when you're not tired. So when you're refreshed. And number four is nutrition, feeding your body, like when you're eating and drinking, feeding your body the right things to allow you to have the mental clarity and energy that you need to be able to get through whatever situation comes your way. And then finally, support, surrounding yourself with the right people and asking for help and accepting help. So I hope you found that inspirational to a certain extent or something that you needed to hear out of that, particularly at this time of year and listen to it again, write those down and just keep reminding yourselves because like I said, it is a continuous journey to keep fueling your mind, particularly around money and just in general. So enjoy the rest of your day.